Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Trails, trees, mountains, and marmots. We all need one thing. The dirt skirt. Scottish tailors stitch together pure, natural glory of dirt and nature to create a skirt for your body to become one with nature on the trail. And even when you pee, flowers will go right out of the skirt. There's no need to stop. Look up for the dirt skirt by Loch Ness Tailors. What's going on, everybody? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man to bring his pet fish on the backpacking trip to let him swim around the lakes and the streams and whatever. The only problem is he has to always pick a new fish when he comes home because he loses his pet fish. Carl Mandreoli. <laughs> What's going on? That was kind of a Carl oh joke. Oh, my gosh. That's actually not a bad idea. Bring the fish with you, right? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with that one? Giardia. What? <laughs> with me today is Derek Somerville, a man who thinks trees have skills, too. They branch out to make friends. Oh, wow. They access the internet by logging on. Oh. And they store their money in the riverbank. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord you created a doozy i'll just say that yeah kind of a strange belief on your end that was amazing so we get outdoor skills that they say you need who's, who's they on this do you think Who, they can be a lot of things mm-hmm. they can be the man they can be yeah. uh, who's the man in the backpacking world is that is that rangers rangers Annie's, you know, Ranger Annie's out there. <laughs> Annie's. <laughs> you got know-it-alls. You got uh, cl- okay. some of the cliche know-it-all guy on the trailer. Okay, what about this? Us. What about this? What do you what do you think about the um they being the government? No, oh. the Boy Scouts. Well, the Boy Scouts. You know, you can get a little cocky because they have. I mean, that's like where they thrive is all these skills, right? Right. So, yeah. are they overskilling, or is this? Well, aren't some of their skills for, like, life, too? I wasn't a Boy Scout. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's not just about going outdoors now, for sure. And some, some troops are all about wilderness adventure, and some are the opposite of that. So it just depends upon. I mean, aren't there, isn't there, like, a learn how to flush the toilet badge and a uh, tiger now, shoe badge? Now and, you're digging yeah. into the Boy Scouts here. We have? I'm digging. I don't know. One of our best buds is an Eagle Scout. We have, uh, yeah. we just went with a, a scout leader on our last trip. So I just want to make make mm. it clear that this is not a Boy Scout bashing episode. Okay. The, it's a Aqua Clip and uh, Buff bashing. Mm, no, we're not going to do not that, that either. Okay. Incorrect. So we'll, we're going to get to all that. We have some skills that, you know, I'm thinking if you don't have these skills, then you just feel good about going out there anyway. So that's, it's meant to be like an encouragement episode, right? It's true. So, it is yeah. true. Uh, we did get some reactions from some previous episodes. And, like, from the, uh, you know, Irrational Fears episode, a oh, lot yeah. of people kind of referenced the overpacking clothes. And do you know who got the blame mm. on that? Me? No. No. Like, you. people that have never met you are talking about their the overpacking mm. clothes issue. How would you get the blame okay. on that? Well, you know, uh, we're, not, the, we're the host of the show, so I don't know. Maybe That's it's, true. No, no, it's, it's uh, the moms. The moms? Moms are getting the blame for overpacking the clothes. Wait, 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 wait. For the kids? Yeah, for, typically for kids. Okay. Because if you're a grown man and your mom's packing your <laughs> backpack, I mean, Carl's yeah. mom stopped that a few years ago. No, that's yeah. that's good clarification. <laughs> I should have said that. <laughs> it got out of control. <laughs> I mean, um, so here's here's my question to you then about about the moms. Is it okay. the moms that should be getting the blame here because they're they have this irrational fear that their kids are going to freeze to death, 
Mm. Or is it mm. that the dads tend to be more on the underprepared side and therefore the moms are overdoing it? Uh, I'm going to say that's the case probably. I'm going <laughs> to probably I'm gonna, a combination, right? I'm going to it's probably a combination, but I'm going to lean more yeah. towards that. Better to I mean, it's your kid. I mean, I get that you want to be overprepared, but you know, the moms can use some help too. Well, yeah. I'm going to throw that out there. Guys, yeah. come on. Step up, help the moms out. Step up. Step up, be prepared, go through your kid's backpack before you hit the trail so you can like unpack all the extra junk, right? Just just layer. Yeah. Okay, you know, yeah. that was one reaction. Another reaction, we, we talked about how, you know, like you, you keep on accusing me of rehashing the backpack and the grocery store thing, and I said, I just want somebody to actually do this. So uh, I get, we got close. We got Dan, who mentioned that he uh. brought his, now I don't do this, but he brought his backpacking backpack to the, you know, like the Home Depot kind of store, and he put a bag, I think uh-huh. it was one bag of like potting soil in the backpack to carry it around. Huh. Now, I don't know if you do much with the potting soil, but those are darn heavy. Those are those yeah. are really heavy. In Wait, in Home Depot? I, yeah, I forget if he did that if he walked home with it. It's been a few days since I saw that post, but either way, that's next that's, level up. And that's excellent. Impressive, because that's, that's actually better training than what I typically do. So we're getting closer yeah. with that. Um, and then with our snake oil episode, there was one item that that was on our list that got the most f- negative feedback. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And it's the one that you're like, I haven't even heard of that thing. Does that thing even exist? And that is permethrin. <laughs> oh, the permethrin. <laughs> permethrin, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. so we got feedback from people all over the country. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, what to, are you talking about? No, not about you, about me saying that it was snake oil because people are like, this is the best stuff. This is this is what sends away mosquitoes and ticks and so on and so forth. It was basically people that live uh, east south? of me or south of me. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or southeast. So one one guy, Chris from Bexar Outfitters, he basically said, he, he pointed out that, that you know if you live in a tick zone, like this is a, an essential item. We don't typically go where, where ticks are a problem, so I'm probably just ignorant in that area. But when I mentioned that whole like right. over chemicalizing yourself, he's like, "Look, I drink Coke, so this is not a problem for me." <laughs> I drink Coke, <laughs> yeah, because Coke is just chemicals. It's like water that's, and chemicals, uh, right? Okay, I mean, it's, that's yeah. problem one right there. Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a lot of soda drinkers out there, my friend. I know they are. Yeah, you drink you like last, one of the times I visited you, you you had a like fridge like stocked full of soda. Those are for other people though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have like cousins, brothers come over. I'll have okay. the occasional like carbonated Perrier. Excuse me. That's not a soda. But carbonation still eats your teeth though. So what? Carbonation you- by itself eats eats your teeth? Talk to your dentist. Talk to your okay. dentist. I will. I will. That's important to know. It is. I know. I d- I'm. I could be ignorant in this area too. Yeah. I I thought I knew it, but no. She's like, oh, if you're doing anything carbonated, it's gonna affect your teeth. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's Good a to know. Good to know. So. So anyway, some feedback. So I could be wrong on the permethrin. I just, like, it didn't work for me. It w- wasn't working on the mosquitoes. I don't tend to go where there's lots of ticks, and I don't really ever want to go where there's lots of ticks, mm, to be honest. No, um, no. California's got more than Colorado does, at least where, I get, where I've gone. Ticks? But, yeah, I've pulled some ticks out of some, like, my wife and what? Rocky after some, some hikes. Yeah, just in your area, not even in, in the mountains, just wow. kind of your local zone. Wow. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a tick here my whole life. Maybe no. I need to get outside more. Huh? You feel them before you see them. Well, that's that's a good thing. I don't want to. Maybe you need to get outside more. It's probably a theme of this podcast. So I agree with that. I'm although I'm more down at the beach, so we get like sand flies. Yeah, and you don't get the you don't get the ticks on the waves as much. No, no, no okay. ticks in the waves. Okay, sharks. Does... We get sharks. <laughs> we did have a great white sighting. Uh, for those of you that care, uh, just a couple weeks ago. So okay, they're out there. You know that I've got. I know somebody who was killed by a shark, right? Uh, I think you told me that a long time ago. Yeah, so that's intense. not by a great white. It was by a bull shark, but yeah. Oh, those are the sure. worst. Yeah, for sure. Not very common. Not very common, no. but it happens. First uh, Samuel seventeen thirty four thirty five. But David said to Saul, "Your servant was tending his father's sheep when a lion or a bear came and took a sheep from the flock. I went out after it and attacked it and rescued the sheep from its mouth. And when it rose up against me, I grabbed it by its mane and struck it and killed it." Ooh. Yes. Yes. Could you do that? Could you take down a lion? Oh, you're diving with the question. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. We're going to jump um, to it. To save the sheep? I mean, it's definitely a big 
there's there's more to that story going on here for sure. Yeah. But if I lived the life of David, if I was tending the sheep, maybe if I was prepared. You going for in it? my current state in suburbia? No, I'm not prepared. You're not prepared. I mean, if you had uh, what, what did David have out there? Like a staff? I'm talking just a staff. Or a sling. A trekking pole. Trekking pole. Could you fight yeah. off a lion with a trekking pole? Yeah, that's the important question. That's really the, uh, the message. Take he was on. a man who knew who who knew how to deal with the wild. Yeah. So my question to you on this one is: What's the largest animal you've actually killed? Killed. Yeah. Uh, I want to say a possum with my car. Okay. Yeah. So not... Not... Your bare hands. No. no. An <laughs> ant, maybe? Yeah. Uh, a spider. Spider. Okay. Probably a spider. Wow. Yeah. Gotcha. You've killed mice and stuff, rats? Well, yeah, but I mean, they're already dead. I get them with... Well, no, no, no. That's true. I did kill them... Okay, this is a true story. I did kill a mouse with a baseball bat. That is true. <laughs> true story. And I could hear them squealing at me as I crushed them. Oh my gosh. I can just imagine you swinging that bat around. And I laughed. It's running around. I laughed. Oh my gosh. I felt no sorrow. A new side of Derek coming out right now. No sorrow. Okay. This verse relates because yeah. we're talking about outdoor skills that you might think are important that deal with wild animals, which we'll get to here. So, so would you take uh, David on a backpacking trip? Oh. <sighs> Yeah. How rad would that be, right? Or yeah, who would you Okay, here's a here's a here's a question for you. Legit. Okay. Who would you rather have on a backpacking trip? David or John the Baptist? Are you talking like like more interesting to talk to or better prepared to be out there? I mean, I think John's more prepared, for sure. Oh, for sure. But David sure. might be more fun to talk to. I don't know, maybe John's more fun to talk to. Yeah. We yeah, we don't get as much from I mean, there's way more chapters on David than John, so mm. yeah. I, I guess just from what I know, I'd go with David. How about you? I think I lean toward John. I like the mystery. Okay. Yeah. You like the mystery. I like the mystery. Let's di- let's dig in here, John. Like, David, let's, I already let's... know what you did. Let's go with. I'll know more of the backstory leading up to the locust eating stuff. Hey, John, right? how do you start eating locusts? What's that? Like he yeah. makes bear girls look kind of you know sissy. But correct. You know whatever. That's true. Yeah, because that was his life. It wasn't like he's just going out there for, for a few days. So right. Um, no cameras. Okay, so we're, so we're gonna get to this. We've got just so you know. We're going to kind of get to the, the main, the meat of the episode, but I also have a potential solution coming up later if you're constantly looking for new food options on the trail like I am. Yeah. Um, I could have a game-changing game, cha- a game changing solution for you. Yeah. And we have a summer announcement coming up. Mm-hmm. And then something, I haven't even told you about this, I don't think, is that we're going to end our episode, like the very end, 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 yeah. with a song Ooh. A newly released by our good buddy Rocky. Oh, intense. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's he's put it's kind of like a earlier version of a song. He's kind of he's working with um is it a band? He's got he's got another I mean, I don't know. I told him I'd do some keyboards for him. I haven't heard back. So, yeah. Well, he'll listen to this and he'll definitely get back with you. But anyway, so we'll end with that. So whether, you know, whether you want to check out Rocky's musical side or not. He's 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 sung a little bit on our show, but this is like full-on song. Yeah. So, all right, are you ready to dive in? I'm, I'm in the water right now, waiting for you. Okay. All right. I, I found that me? I don't know. You know, I think a lot of us listen to podcasts. That's a big podcast term. We're gonna deep dive. We're gonna dive in. There's a lot of diving. I didn't say deep dive. No, I know, but we said it before. Yeah. I think a lot of podcasts okay. I, I listen to say that. I don't want to be cliche. Should we say something different? Like you want to start? I think should we spring into action? Should we? Spring into action. Right, we gotta think something. Run down the trail of content. B and B. If you have a better phrase, when we're getting into the material, then rather us saying we're gonna take a deep dive, we're we're gonna dive. I didn't in. say deep. No, but dive. we've said it before, and we're gonna. You said it. <laughs> this isn't the time to get defensive. Okay, I'm just trying to explain <laughs> what's going on. Or we say we're gonna dive in. It's always a dive. Yeah. So, is there anything right. else we could use? Spelunk. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Meander. I don't know. Think about. Let us know. I like Spelunk. I, I feel like my list is gonna be longer than yours. So I should probably go first. Okay. Sure. Okay. So these are skills that maybe you've read about in outdoor books. You've heard on maybe other podcasts. Things that you know, like to, you need to be prepared to do when you're out there. But we think are nonsense. Mm. So here's the first one. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna go with a with a biggie here. Mm. Balance. Hang your food bag. Balance. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. With what am like, I talking about? With like rocks or something or what? No. No, but that's not, that's more interesting. <laughs> I mean, I've seen that. I've heard of that too. Yeah, I'm sure you could use a rock actually, but the the way that they show it that I've seen in books and websites and diagrams is 
that you there's a technique where you can have one food bag hanging over the limb and it's counterbalanced by another food bag like hanging over the oh, other side of the right, limb. Right, 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 so that right. way the bear yeah. can't just knock the rope down, specifically in the Sierras. Mm. And it should be on a limb that can't support the bear's weight or in you know, the food bag has to be balanced like far enough away from the main Seems trunk. like a lot of extra work. Oh, yeah. And and if you talk to rangers and say like, hey, this is our plan for storing food, they'll tell you most people, like ninety nine percent, don't do it correctly, like physically can't do it. It is so specific. It's just Spring bear cancer at that point, right? Why? Why? I mean, why even talk about it? You know what I mean? I mean, you like, you can spend an hour trying to perfect this thing. Right. It's just, it takes such it. a technique, and a lot of times you end up putting it on a bad branch where the bear can still reach it anyway. So, yeah, that's true. Skill, you don't need. Uh, I that's a very random thing to bring up, but do you? Well, do you agree or disagree? Uh, I mean, I guess I agree. I mean, it is pretty useless. Yes. Okay. Well, this is something great. that you, you, you'll see suggested. And so if you do any sort of research, which I know you don't, no. then that's I, I don't do any research. Well, that's why that's why it surprised you, right? Well, uh, who look I, Yes, it did surprise me. I didn't I didn't research that. Okay. No. So yes, you got me on that one. I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't really get into it. Uh my one of mine is um <clears throat> how to put on a heavy backpack correctly. You don't need to know how to do this? No, I'm just saying if you don't know how to put on a backpack correctly. Mhm. Maybe you don't need to be going backpacking. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I'm just saying. So, they give you this three-step. They give you this three-step how to do it. You know, extend your front leg and bend your knee. Okay. Then, number two, you're going to use the, the, the hall loop to lift up your pack. Yeah. And then put your arm through and then swing the pack around and put the other arm through. Now, if you don't know how to do that without some research or some diagrams, you maybe don't need to be out there yet. Okay. Maybe you need some more time. I would like to rewind and go over the ground rules at this point. The title is Outdoor Skills They Say You Need. So they're saying yeah, that you... Yeah, they're saying you need to do this. And you're this saying a, that you don't. This is from, this is from backpacker.com. Yeah, and, and, and so the whole concept this. of this episode is to come up with the skills that people think they need, but they really don't. And you're saying they say you need it, and you actually do need to do this. You're going to go backpacking. You should already know how... Hold on, let me do that again. You should already know how to put this back a backpack. A heavy backpack? You lift it up and you throw it on your back. It's a backpack. That's not what you just described. You had a whole process a, a minute Are ago. Are you gonna lift it up and put it on your on your front knee? Have you ever done that? Uh, I well, obviously I had a super heavy pack in Canyonlands, and so I was wrenching that thing around, and I did t- I tweaked my oblique muscle. Is this the way you would do it? Bend your front leg, mm-hmm. make it bend it, and then put the backpack on your knee. I've seen that technique. While your other leg is just hanging there. Yeah. You're not going to just lift it up and put it on a rock. No, I did do that. I, I, I did it my way, the way you're describing, and I tweaked my oblique muscle. And so I probably should have done it the, the right way. The way that they're explaining it, you do not need a skill. Okay. So you're saying keep on tweaking your back and your side because you don't need a skill. That's not what... I told you that, that I did I did it the way that you're describing and it wrecked me and you're saying well you still need the skill. <laughs> you're saying what I'm saying. You're, <laughs> you're saying you just did it the way I described it, right? Bending your knee and all that stuff. No, I just I, the way you started where you just slow throwing your back that way. Where this you don't is even like know painful talking to you. <laughs> I don't know how we do this. I'm saying the way that they're describing with the bending of the knee and all this other whatever. It's gonna. Yeah. It could tweak your back. It could re- ruin your thing. You don't need to know how to do this. You're not hearing me. That's all right. We'll go on to the next one. We'll see if your next one qualifies for this. What this episode is all about. So far, over over one. No, this is an over one. You tell me if you put your heavy, <laughs> sixty pound backpack on your singular knee. Okay, I'm telling you that I didn't do it the way the the knee way, and as a result, the way that I did it was not effective. Because so you think doing me. it the knee way would have helped. I'm just saying that it's worth a shot. You, I don't think you're visualizing what I'm saying. Though. No, I've seen that. I've seen like diagrams of that too. Probably in the same book that I found the balance hang thing. So, okay. let's go. Let's uh, move on. Oh, oh, for one for you. Uh, one for one for me. <laughs> for me, I'm yours? one for one. I don't know. What you're All right. About. Okay. Incorrect. Correct. Uh, <laughs> a plus. A plus. <laughs> My next one is that you have to be able to start a fire without matches or a lighter. Where did you find this one? On Survivor Man? 
No, I think this goes to what we've talked about in previous episodes where some people think they have to have legitimate survival skills to be out there, and I'm telling you mm. that you don't. Like, you just bring as many matches as you want. So you, you're saying a monkey could do my job? You're saying a monkey could just start a fire and Ooh, good to go? Is that what you're possibly. saying? Possibly. Yeah, I would, I would say a monkey could do a lot of things you can do. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That cut. That cut deep. That cut deep. I'll tell you what a monkey can do. He could probably dig a poop hole with a pine cone. And you can't do that. So go monkey. Still zero video footage of you actually doing that. So I challenge you. I challenge I don't you to need give need video footage. Yeah. No, because I, I don't I think your pine cone's gonna crumble and you're gonna be crumble? like why, why can't the pine cone dig into what? this rocky soil here? Have you been to the outdoors before? A solid pine cones. I don't wield pine cones when I'm walking around. So it, okay, yeah. that you just answered my question. If you don't wield a pine cone, then you don't know the pine cone. Apparently not. And I do. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Prove it. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you don't need to start a fire without matches or a lighter. Is mine. What's your next one? Uh, to stay clean on the trail, you must use uh, some baby wipes and uh, clean yourself with baby. <laughs> and pack them out and pack them out or you have to have a packed towel uh no need to have soap um this is the way you stay clean on the trail i don't know if anybody knows carl carl doesn't get wet on trips so he just toughs it out um if you want to smell okay we'll bring wipes and just do it after the trip but if you're going to bring wipes and pack them out it's just a bunch of extra junk and it smells that you're going to have to bring with you on mm-hmm. the trail. So you probably don't want to do that. Including, well, I'm not even going to mention the pack towel. That's all, everybody's preference. We can get into that later. But I don't know. I'd say like every time there's a lake you're, opportunity, uh, half of us are in. A lake opportunity. Yeah, like, like a water opportunity. Half of us, yep. if not all of us, are in the lake except you. Rinsing off or playing <laughs> or swimming or whatever. So Carl likes right. the dirt and the dirt don't hurt, but uh, I okay. would say stay away from the baby wipes. It's just going to be extra junk. So who says you need to bring baby wipes? Who's they? Do you want me to tell you the website? Sure. Backpacker.com. They say bring. You need to have baby wipes. Okay. That is one option you can have. Are they called baby? I think at this point, so many people are using them. They're just simply called wipes at this point, right? They call them baby wipes, but if you want to call them wipes. I do. You can call it's, them wipes. If it's, it sounds more adult. If it's so offensive to I'm you. Call them wipes. Body wipes. Is that better? Right. Okay. I, I don't I don't think you have to. I, I agree with you that you don't yes, you do. have to bring them. It's okay I to agree, agree with, with you. It's okay, it's okay to agree with me. I think it's a luxury item that people are starting to bring more often. And if you can just take a few out and put them in like one of those Ziploc snack bag size ones, I don't, they're, not, they're not that much weight. And I think they might be worth it for mm. certain people. Certain people, well, certain people do smell more than others. That's true. Yeah. So maybe that's yeah. That's a good point. I was thinking about bringing them this summer. I'll be honest. You were thinking about bringing them on the trail this summer? Yeah, the way I described. Mm. So you're gonna you're not gonna wait till the end of the trip. You're just gonna. Well, for you that might work though, because you don't go in the water. So that might that might right. be okay. I'll wash my face off and stuff, but I think that if you're talking, because we're putting you know with the sunblock mixed with the sweat, like you got a lot of junk on your face. So you're gonna get yeah. You know, you, if you want to take a deep dive into cleaning your oh, face, deep dive again <laughs> with the deep dive, <laughs> then that's the way you do it. So, okay, I still like yours. I think that's good. All right, one for two. Uh, my next one, <laughs> perfect score. My next one is the, and this is one that I probably I, I probably had a little bit of shame on for, mm. especially in my twenties, where I feel I just felt like I had to learn this stuff. Is you don't need to be able to tie a bunch of different knots to to manage your mm. stuff. Mm. Okay, okay, that's a good one. Is it helpful to know a bunch of different knots? Heck yes, it is. I actually bought a rope knot tying book to learn how to oh, tie yeah. knots. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, is I've done that too, and I learned how to tie some different knots, but if you're not using them regularly, you're going to lose it. So Right. We Our Eagle Scout friend, he knows the knots, and he uses them effectively, but mm. just tying a knot to sling a you know bag of food over a tree mm. or you know, whatever you're doing, setting up like a, a tarp, whatever, it's helpful to know them, but I don't think you have to. Agreed? No. I would, yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Okay, um, so here's a skill that they say you need to have. Um, okay. I, you know, and Rocky's going to really, really resonate. I read this, and I was like, I just got to talk about it. Rocky's going to resonate with this. And maybe some other people will too. Uh, this is actually 
on the list. It's about, you know, keeping your trail food uh, fresh. But it says, you know, keep cheese bricks, hard cheeses. Like, Rocky will bring the entire brick of cheese. Right. Don't take it out of the original packaging. Never take it out of that okay. because it will spoil faster. So keep it in there and then bag it again with a Ziploc, uh, you know, and cut it and grate it as you see fit. Um, okay. But grate it. Wow. Yeah. Pack it in a Ziploc bag after you open. So they want you to like double bag stuff like that. Um, what are your What are your thoughts Wait. on that? Are you just bringing like extra plastic wrappers all over the place? Or are you are you gonna be like, look, I'm just gonna throw this thing out of the wrapper throw it in a bag and be done with it i don't bring a brick of cheese <laughs> what are you talking about they have a specific <laughs> specific thing for cheese bricks oh rocky's goodness. big on cheese bricks this is a real deal yeah, this relates to one person or group and there's probably people that do bring like the smaller bricks of cheese are you saying that rocky's uh food habits are not important is that what i'm saying, saying that they're not relevant to everybody out there but people are bringing they're they're probably bringing a brick of cheese, but it's probably a, a small brick. But this could you could apply this to like summer sausages, okay, and the little you know stuff like that. So now, do you bring the entire? You feel like cheese and summer sausages are pretty similar. No, well they both come in like a plastic uh, little you know casing. So are you gonna bring okay. all this extra plastic with you, or are you just gonna keep it in that little the one it comes in? So like for me, when I brought the summer sausage a long time ago, I would bring it in the wrapper, eat it as I mm-hmm. went, and then just like twist the wrapper that i didn't use or the, the uh, twist okay. the uh you know the extra wrapper i wasn't gonna like double yeah it, so i don't know that i'm prepared to give you like the food spoilage time frame on cheese versus summer sausage i know that no i'm not i'm saying do you need to bring all this extra ziploc if it's bags? gonna help then i would do that but i mean obviously my style my style is doing the baby bells where it's already encased. what do you do with the baby bells it's encased in the in the wax and so and they last right so then days. you you're not okay so you don't care about like de-waxing it right. and then keeping all that wax. I will pack out the wax. You'll pack out or the Or I'll wax, put it right. in your pack to pack out. That's been done before. So Correct. I, would you ever de-wax it and then throw it in a bag? You, I feel like you just asked the same question a few seconds ago, and my answer is no. I'm packing out the wax. Intentionally yes. to prank me. Got it. You okay. To prank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know that you thought this one through. I, th- I feel like you're all over the place here with bags no, no, and bricks, I, and I there's don't... a lot of extra baggage yeah. and like rec- It's it's kind of goes along with the. Well, I won't get into the wagon. Tying it I'm back just... to the episode. So the skill they say you need to have is to double bag your cheese, and you're saying don't do that, or what are you saying? Cheese and other items like that. Fresh. Are you saying you should do that, or you should not do that? What is your final take on this? I'm saying I don't think you need to do that. Okay. Either take out the original wrapper and throw it in a Ziploc. Just have one wrapper. Okay. Just have one wrapper. Fair enough. It's more trash. It's more garbage. It's more chance to litter on the trail. All right. Are you telling me you've never seen litter on the trail? I've seen Ziplocs <laughs> on the trail. All right. Good comeback. I- Good comeback. Ziplocs full of drink mix. <laughs> All right. So I had a couple more. I'll just do. I'll do one more. I had a couple more quick ones on my list. I'll just share. I had like you don't need to. Have, you know, this kind of goes back to the survival thing. Kill a wild animal. Um, you don't have to. What? Yeah. Oh, you think you you need to kill wild animals while you're out there? I'm not saying that. I'm just uh... people. I have been with people that are legitimately freaked out by wild animals, and they think like I need to be prepared, whether it's bringing a gun or some sort of weapon, to be able to kill this sucker if it comes at me. So if a bear came at you, you don't want to. I mean, you were like a foot away from the moose. I'm just saying that the likelihood of an attack is so slim that that's not something. Well, people say that about shark attacks. People say this about lightning. It happens. You're just being disagreeable to be disagreeable I'm just at saying, this point. I'm saying if it helps <laughs> you feel safe and prepared, then then do okay. that. Cook food. Like, you just need to boil water. All the dehydrated stuff they have now, not not a big deal. You don't need to be a very good navigator. You can go, if you just can read a basic map and follow directions that relate to junctions, you should be sufficient, especially if you go on a crowded trail where you can always ask for help from people that, you know, no, the area. Okay, but my last official one that we can discuss is um, yeah. you don't actually need to know how to filter water huh? if I'm going with you. Oh, geez, because you're going to filter everybody's water and be bitter uh, about it's it? It's inevitable, yeah. 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 This is what will happen. Yeah. He'll filter the water. He'll complain about it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that by complaining about it that one time, one year, oh, geez. It, it'll, it'll... I have filtered your water many a time. Incorrect. 
That is not incorrect. While you were doing your magic show that got no uh, participation, I was filtering <laughs> your water. Was I not? <laughs> you correct. She might have on that one. That's a, exactly. good, that's a good pull. That's a good reference. I you like that, that one? Yeah, yeah that's I do. Right. I do. That's right. Well done. That's why I was late. That I don't know what. That was like. I don't know uh, everybody else's excuse. It was like was. half a decade ago, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, hey, it's relevant and it applies. <laughs> the last trip that we went on, there there wasn't any water filtration, right? No. No, but I still not. had water taken off my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. Like, like not asked for water. So, so there you go. So that I'm just well, know. I was glad I got to donate some. That's All right. So these are things that, you know, if you're hesitant to go out there or you've been out there and you just feel like you're ill-equipped in some of these areas, have more confidence. You are encouraged. Derek has given you so much wisdom here that you oh, should feel Pearls. equipped. Pearls. Don't bring your knife and your gun to protect yourself. <laughs> Go wing it. Knife. Wing it. I didn't say knife. Let the marmots get you. Let the marmots All get right. you. Uh, speaking of food, I do have a, yeah, possibly a solution to people's snack issues, Ooh. especially if you go if you go a lot, yeah. if you just tend to bring the same thing every time. I don't know. Do you fall into that category? To bring the same thing every time? Um, yeah, like maybe not exactly the same thing, but like majority of your, your food is very similar. Uh, some years some years I, I try to mix it up though i really because i'm like i'm not like i got rid of the trail mix and the sausages like i just got over that stuff so i try to i try to do fresh stuff but there are okay you know as everybody probably has some staples that you really enjoy oh for sure for sure i i tend to bring like generally the same kind of snacks maybe they're not exactly the same things but you know you go with your nuts and your seeds you go with the energy bars how many years in a row have you brought baby bells four or five? Oh, okay yeah. Right. So this is what I'm talking about. This is a potential solution. Yeah, here we go. This company reached out to us, and I will be honest, I was a little bit skeptical. It's called the Backcountry Fuel Box. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just generally skeptical, I guess, of subscription services because I just feel like, you know, like is it is it worth the um you know, is it worth the money, basically? I think that's what everybody's question is, right? Mm. We actually got reached out by by a company who who did this kind of thing, but with like gear. I think it was just like outdated or discontinued gear. I was like, that's another ripoff. So we never <laughs> talked about that. But the back of your field box, I was like, all right, let me check out one of your boxes. Let me see. And almost everything they sent me in the box was something that was new where I was like, ooh, that looks good. I'd love to try that. Ooh, I, I'd like to try that. And I just thought, oh my gosh, I have a solution here. If I want to start bringing some different stuff, I can try these things and if I like them, then I can just, yeah, I can order more of these. And if I don't like them, then I can wait till the next fuel box. And if you're going frequently and you're looking for variety in your food, this could be a solution. This is a monthly subscription of, of random snacks that you're paying to get. And it, and it keeps things, you know, varietous, fresh for you. So let me explain how it works. So you sign up for the service and they send you a box each month. And it has, what has it, like 10 to 12 different like snack options. Mm-hmm. There was like a peak refuel meal mixed in there as well. So that, so it kind of yeah. does the meal stuff too. I think actually there's two meals in there. Do they usually put one good meal in there? I don't know. I think it's different every time and the di- amount is different. Okay. But the key is that you get a new box every month. And in the box, they also give you coupon codes for each of the companies that are in the box. So if you actually like something, then you can order directly from that company with a coupon code, which is pretty awesome. Mm. and yeah so so there were some some mm-hmm. things i'm excited to try okay. on the trail like i said it's it's good for snack variety this is actually probably a good father's day gift. it is a good father's day yeah yeah, yeah. although there's probably a lot of fathers listening you can see that. yeah do you get yourself a gift for father's day uh no i do not well i mean i go golf but that's about it okay but i don't know isn't isn't amazon kind of just like buying gifts for yourself um I mean, you called me a porch pirate one time, so I don't know where you're yeah. going with that. Cause no, 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 I didn't call you. When I asked if you're still, if that was still your job. Still my <laughs> job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think you were confused at the time when you mentioned that, but um, no, I mean, I, I don't. I think no, I don't buy anything. Do you yeah. buy yourself something? Do you buy yourself like? I just feel like when I'm buying something on Amazon, it's about no. But I, yeah, I, I would, I would be excited to get this. I think the key here is that do you need a box every month? If you're going frequently, the answer would be yes, because then you can just simply put that stuff in your pack, 
have some different options, different flavors, different tastes. The nice thing is you can pause the service or you can just stop it. So you can just kind of have it going during this. So there's no commitment. There's no you commit and annual I don't, commitment. Yeah, you commit initially, but then you can pause it or stop it altogether. One, you know, and then. So it's kind of like a Hello Fresh of backpacking. I don't know what that is, but sure. Oh boy. Okay. Um, purple carrot. Uh, factor seventy five. We are in different genres. These are like the meal what? services that you can have people mail food to your house. Oh, okay, yeah. And you order certain types of meals or whatever, and if you don't want right. to cook and blah blah, blah. I, I get one of these too. So I'm a teacher, so this is not on my agenda. Sorry. Well, you know, branch yeah. out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, I, um, I like this. I was I mentioned I was skeptical, but I I'm I'm all in on this. I would rate this. I'm gonna go four point five out of five Snickers energy bars on this one. Four <laughs> Snickers energy bars. <laughs> yeah, the only the only knock I would say is like I think you get about your value. So if like you were to buy each of these things individually, like it's gonna cost about the same as each monthly box. Mm. But being a frugal minded person, if it was like a couple bucks cheaper, I think I'd go five out of five. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I can see the value so, in it. Yeah, I can see the value. Yeah. If, if I'll bring some some of the stuff in the box this summer, and then you can. See that it's just stuff that you haven't had yet. So okay, there you go. Bring it. I might hate it. All right, bring it. Um, All right, I have. We got trivia coming up, trivia. and I've got a summer announcement right after this. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tacovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Does your adventure bucket list seem overwhelming and unreachable? Perhaps it's time to check out Summit Strength. They get hikers like you strong and pain-free so that every adventure can be conquered. Summit Strength will use sports science-based principles along with proper strength and conditioning to help you achieve your outdoor dreams. Summit Strength provides hiking training for those who have big plans but struggle to know how to adequately prepare. Get more information at summitstrength.com.au. Outdoor Vitals, one of our loyal sponsors, continues to come out with an innovative gear that will change your backpacking game. The premium gear the company offers is top-notch and will speak for itself when using the outdoors. They want to help others truly live ultralight, whether at home or, or the outdoors. By providing premium gear that is quality, versatile, ultralight, and durable, they will help their customers live lifestyles that cut down on the extras. You can enjoy your trips without being weighed down, cold, or uncomfortable. You can use the same gear in a variety of different scenarios. Outdoor Vitals is here to stay and will help you live ultralight. Check out Ultralight Lifestyle at OutdoorVitals.com. Hey, Carl, when you plan big trips, you seem to have a lot of emergency situations. That is correct. 
or at least it was last year. Have you considered checking out preparedforx.com to see if any of their items could come in handy? Not a bad idea. What do you suggest? Well, a couple of our guys did have to hunker down for an unexpected night on the trail. I remember Jared complaining about his emergency blanket flying around on him. Perhaps you should try the emergency Mylar Poncho for your next FKT attempt, my friend. So you think this is going to go sideways again? Or you could bring their emergency compass to avoid, you know, those wrong turns. I'm going this time. There won't be any wrong turns. I'm just saying Prepared for X has your back for those, you know, just-in-case scenarios. You are actually probably right on that one. I usually am. And to all you fellow adventurers out there, if you want to be fully prepared for the X in your adventures, check out some emergency products at preparedforx.com. That's prepared, the number four, and the letter X. And use the coupon code BACKPACK20 for 20% off the purchase price. Are you prepared for X? For all you content creators or future content creators out there, we've got a resource for you that is top-notch. Marmoset Music. Search thousands of songs that you can add to your videos, movies, and podcasts. They'll even search for you to come up with a list of curated options that will get sent straight to your inbox. Try them out free of charge before committing to a license. Or if you're an artist, you can work directly with Marmoset's award-winning music production team to write, arrange, and record a custom hit song and to hit all those right moments. Marmoset can also customize or remix an existing song to meet your needs. If you can dream it, they can do it. Check it out for yourself at marmosetmusic.com and use coupon code BLISTERS20 for 20% off. So my announcement is that just like last summer, we are going to do... We? I'm hoping it's a we, but I think it's probably more of an I. Oh. I'm going to do a, a Bible study, a B&B Bible study. A B&B Bible study? Okay. Yeah. Everyone is invited. It's going to be done virtually. Not, I don't think I'm going to use Zoom this time. I'm going to use a different service because... Are you going to wear a mask like you did last time? Yeah. Um, just to shield people from <laughs> my ugliness. That that would make sense. Your face? I haven't decided what we're going to go through yet. This could be people that just want to know like what it means to be a follower of Jesus to people that maybe are just like, you know, dipping their toe in a little bit or more mm-hmm. experienced, yep. uh, wiser in the ways of the Bible than I am. Like all are invited for sure. And you can just check it out. You can come once, say hi. Uh, my goal for this summer, I, like I don't have any numeric goal for who who's showing up or whatever, mm. except that I want Derek to come once. So I'll, I'll show up. Yeah, I'll show up. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so it, you know we'll, we'll have a good time. We'll, we'll have some chats, and then we'll kind of dive into the word a little bit and. All questions, you know, like you have big questions, small questions, obvious questions, silly questions, like they're all welcome. So hmm. we did this last summer, and I would label it as a huge success. We're going to try it again. Um, nice. And, yeah, good way to connect for sure. So if you're interested in that, I like it. we're going to try this on a weekly basis. I'm going to put this out for a couple of weeks, and then uh, we'll, we'll start it up. So just go ahead and in the show description, find my email address or on Facebook or Instagram. Message me, and I will put you on the list, and I'll contact you. Giddy up. Giddy up. All right. I like it. Trivia. Do it. Impossible skills is the name of this trivia. All right. Impossible skills. Impossible skills. Number one, rank the following skills from most likely to happen to least likely. Okay. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So most likely to least likely. You have the ability to bring the perfect amount of fuel. You have all meals cooked and absolutely Mm. no fuel in the can left by the end of the trip. Okay. That's first impossible mm-hmm. skill one. Yeah. Second one is uh, bring the perfect amount of food. You have none left and are not hungry mm-hmm. or overstuffed at the ending trailhead. Yeah. Okay. Number three, okay. you can pack up your tent with perfect folds back to factory settings. <laughs> <laughs> Which skill do I want? No. Because <laughs> mm, <I'm kidding. laughs> I want which a couple. Of that might be the better question. That could be the better question. But which which one is most likely to happen to least likely to happen? Okay, wait. Read the first one one more time. The fuel. Just the fuel. It was like you. You might real. No, you ran out of. <laughs> you weren't listening a, at no, all. No, I did. I was like, <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of info. So you you. It was a lot of information. You ran out but of fuel, it's or you you had easy fuel. to consume. Just here. read it. We would have been yeah. done by now. Bring the perfect amount of fuel. You have all meals cooked and absolutely no fuel in the can left. Okay. Um, I'm going to say least likely to happen is, is well, let's see. 
I'm going to say least likely to happen is that one. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Perfect amount of fuel. You've used yeah. all the fuel. And this is on one trip. These are all impossible. Yeah. You said right? least likely. Not, you want not me to rank them, right? Not, not, not impossible, but they're they're unlikely. Do you want me to rank them? Or is that what you're asking? I do. Then, then you're what wrong. do you mean? <laughs> they're all impossible, <laughs> but I'm wrong. Factory settings. I think I've seen Knowlton do that. No way. Nobody can do that. Multiple times. Nobody can do this that. This man can pack a tent like you wouldn't well, believe. I believe that it's well packed. It's not back to factory settings. Get out of here. Dude, it's close. It is close. Let's, let's change the question. If I said, Derek, I will give you $10,000 for free, or <laughs> you can risk it all and get a million dollars by simply putting a tent away to factory settings, what would you do? Uh, what yeah. would I do? I'd exactly. take the $10,000. Exactly. All right. 0 for 1. Moving on. This is a social skills test. Somebody offers you some food in camp. <laughs> oh, boy. You're not interested. Yeah. What do you say? I say, mm, you know, that looks good. I don't know if I'm really uh, hungry for that right now. Though. I'm like, uh, hmm. or, you know, maybe, you know what? Hit me up later. Maybe I'll try that a little bit later. I'm good right now, though. Okay. So you don't even say thank you at all. Like, thanks for the offer. Well, I'm going to say, I, I'm, uh, yes, I'm going to say <laughs> thank you. Like, I'm, I'm talking about the meat okay. and the bone, the meat and the potatoes. Of well, the thank say. you is, is a critical part of this. So thank skills. you. Oh my gosh, you are impossible. No, you need to say, here's why. This is actually something that happened on our last trip. And you know, somebody's uh-huh. like, do you want such and such? And your response was, yuck. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that's not very nice. I forget what they offer, but I was like, <laughs> I corrected you on the spot. It was just super awkward. I was like, what? do you mean thanks for asking? <laughs> Did I really say yuck? It was like your version of that, like, ugh. Yeah, kind of like when I mentioned the Coffee Cliff Bar. So Was it was it spicy? Because I would have just admitted I'm like, I I'm a freely admitting I'm, I'm baby spice. I can't handle it. So okay. Maybe you just didn't hear the whole context. Maybe you jumped in. Probably not. I, I didn't. Yeah, once you go ick or yuck. I'm not going to be I rude on like, purpose to somebody. That's... I'm in like social skills, like repair mode. Oh, my gosh. So true. Okay. Over to uh, number three, which trail skill do you lack that you will soon practice? Not tying. All right. Not tying. It's not on there, though. Well, got these are, I got three options. Uh, learn to use toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> learn to dress for bed in a more masculine sort of way. <laughs> what does that mean? No pajama pants? <laughs> That's what that means? Uh, your interpretation. Uh, third one is intentionally scare somebody on the trail who's hiking with earbuds that are too loud. <laughs> Which one of these? I'm going to... Are you just going to assume practice? Which one do I think you'll say that I need to do is the question. I'm going to say the first one. You really? You're going to use the toilet paper? That's what I think you're going to go for. Oh, I think I think any of these would be correct if you're actually willing to do it. <laughs> scare somebody with earbuds? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's kind of like... I do this unintentionally all the time like i'm out for a run or a hike and i'm going faster than the person ahead of me and they're off in their own world and their earbuds are up too high yeah. and i'm and i'm trying to make noise approaching them and then i even go way around them and they just like have a major flinch like i didn't know you were there yeah and i'm like that's on you not that on seems me like one. really well, i don't know it's it's kind of like super fun but it's kind of cruel at the same time well, it's minor unintentional. Oh, right, yeah. right. You've never intentionally. But you know what? At some point, at some point, somebody needs to learn their lesson, right? Oh, you, are you the judge and jury on the trail? Is that? No, but I'm asking if you'd be. No, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. All right. Well, I'd rather wipe with toilet, toilet paper. paper. You know? I'll bring toilet paper and some extra wipes for you on the next trip. Mm, no need. I'm not gonna pack those out. <laughs> no need. So you're already saying I'm not gonna do. I'll that. pack them in your wag bag. There you go. Okay. I'll wag bag enough. it and put it in your bag. Fair enough. All right. Uh, three for three. Perfect. Man, for, for weeks you were getting like better and better at trivia, and then this is just like. What is it? What was the answer to number one? You never said. Did you say number oh, one's answer? Oh, I was flexible on the fuel, fuel and the food. Um, you've done the food before. Like, we've actually done that before. It's hard. We've never done the fuel, and I don't believe. And it's, I thought the hardest one by far was the packing the tent. Let's get some feedback. What was the hardest of those three? Please weigh in on that. And, and, and we'll, and we'll the hardest react. of those three is the tent. The hardest of the three yeah, is the tent. But I've seen I've seen Knowlton do it almost factory setting, if not factory. Okay. Well, we'll we'll check. We'll get an update on that. Why don't we'll you talk to Knowlton about it? 
so I've got a few tidbits. Oh. Just after one of our re- recent recordings, we got some more reviews. This is, again, like very close Ooh. to when I was offering up the pot grabber. Oh, so, no. okay. Um, this one, it, first review is by Hoping for Coffee Cliff Bars. That's the name of them. I like that. Kind of kind of nudging in, in what they want. I like that. Yeah. Direct. No, I'm, I'm up for that. I was... I thought you were going to say yuck again, but that's okay. Well, coffee's, you know, one of those. They actually had a suggestion in the review, and I want to know what your thoughts are on the suggestion. Okay. It says that they would be great. It would be great to hear your thoughts on trips as we plan out our future adventures. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And oh, and also would love to hear more about your actual backpacking trips. Like where, where was the park? What did you think of it? Pros and cons, what trails, et cetera. So like really breaking down, like. Tell them to watch the YouTube videos. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's actually um, a step in the right direction. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you can yeah. like absorb a lot of like how much fun we had and what how awesome the park was by what you you know because it's not, it's not just like scenic highlights. It's just where we're actually encountering right. trails. So yeah. Right. There you go. That's a good answer. So watch the YouTube yeah. videos that we watch the YouTube videos. Yeah. I I've heard I've heard other podcasts that like break down trip reports in detail and. I can't. You, you, get, let me just say, you don't want us to do that. I can't get through you, them. I, I find them to be like after I'm like okay, I, like too much, like too much information. I, if people think they want us to do that, they don't want no. us to do that. We try to hit highlights and funny things that have happened and things that you know that we can learn from. Obviously, um, yeah. as far as like your thoughts on trips as we plan out our future adventures, like where you should go, we are clearly Western biased, and so that's why we're always <laughs> focused on going <laughs> in the West. We think we like the big mountains, the big scenery. And not we want to go to Alaska. That's West. Yeah. Right? So, so we could we could probably do a trip planning episode where we talk about like how we decide where to go and, and kind of like what we're looking for and the criteria. So mm-hmm. that's that's fair. Um, okay. Another one was by the let's see this person called us the Smothers Brothers of backpacking. Smothers Brothers. Yeah, which are some old comedy guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, sh- and this is by what? insurance agent in Cali. <laughs> so to both of you if both of you want coffee cliff bars uh reach out with your address happy to send some of your way or and i've also pulled more stuff out of the random gear box one i have come across now i have owned three mm. pot grabbers one of them has been sent off along with some other random gear so there you go are you sad about that no i'm pretty excited about it. okay i got one last one um this is from a company who we might actually partner with in the future called zen Bivy. we did a review on them a few episodes back and I didn't give them a four out of five. I didn't give them a five out of five review because they didn't have it. Didn't come with the stuff sack. If you remember that? Oh yeah. yeah they had the quilt, yeah. and so I like the quilt. Like like the quilt's a keeper. Like we were using that every trip um, as a family. So they responded. This is mm. Mike Glavin responded. Derek, I'm gonna have you read Mike Glavin's response from Zenbivy, and I challenge you to just read it straight. No mess ups. Is this gonna incriminate me somehow? Let me just double check. Okay, here we go. Uh, the reason we do not include a cheap self-fabric stuff sack like many brands is that they are both poor at compression and not waterproof and so useless in the backcountry. We could not include a dry sack with each bed. Each bed. Oh, but some people want compression sacks and some don't. Some people want to store their jacket inside too and some want it oversized or some are willing to cram it in an undersized dry sack to make it as small as possible. And some people are trash compactor bag people who use an oversized dry sack to separate the entire inside of the pack. So we offer these options separately so the customer can choose the best method to compress and waterproof their sleep system. That's by Mike Glavin. I'm going to say well said, Mike, because he's actually correct on this. People do want to customize how they store. I didn't actually even think about that. Uh, I do tend to use the one that comes with whatever the you know quilt or sleeping bag is. I think their prices, like I said, we did a kind of a price comparison, like they're fair. And so I think, you know, buying a customizable sack is reasonable. So I'm going to give a thumbs up there. I mean, I've done, and I've done that with other items I've had. Like, I, you know, what? I'm going to buy a compression sack because the one, I think I dealt with my sleeping bag actually. Um, Cause the one that came with it was just not, didn't do anything. Right. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Well played, Mike. Well okay. played. So thank you for the response, Mike. We appreciate you listening to our initial review. Nice. We appreciate you letting us try out a Zambivi quilt. So last thing I got is going to be right at the end of the episode, yeah. the song from Rocky. So that's it. All right, guys. That'll do it for us tonight, guys. Uh, remember, Carl still believes the Snickers bar is a power bar. 
Not a candy bar. I have many arguments against it. We can talk about it later. Uh, we'll see you next time on the trail. And tonight, I'm going to let Rocky end the episode. Rock, take it away.
day by day by day. He is the way. Then what does he do? Colossians 3 verse 15 says the peace of Christ will rule in your heart. You have a choice to make. And you're just uh, hanging on to the Lord today. You're on his shoulders for he is the way. And the peace of Christ will rule in your heart. An umpire, if you would say, safe or out. that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'm the old there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky. 